New information has come to light about the killing of a Canadian Sikh activist in BC in June. An indictment filed in New York in the foiled assassination of a Sikh separatist alleges the violence was directed by an Indian government employee and part of a larger plot that targeted other separatists in Canada, including Hardeep Singh Najjar. I'm Dave Breckenridge, and this is 10-3. Vancouver Sun investigative reporter Gordon Huckstra joins me to discuss the indictment, what it unveils about Nijar's death, and whether Canadian officials have offered any response. Don't forget you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music. I'd love it if you could leave us a rating, a review, and tell your friends about the show. So Gordon, there were some pretty significant developments on a story that this podcast and post-media journalist covered this year. For people who may not remember, who was Hardeep Singh Najjar and what were the circumstances surrounding his death in June? So uh, Najjar is a Sikh community leader here in Surrey, and he is also a uh, proponent of uh, a Sikh uh, independent state in the Punjab. And so he has been a you know vocal advocate of that. And um, in June, uh, mid-June of, of this year, uh, he was uh, gunned down and killed in, at the temple that he was the head of in Surrey. And earlier this fall, uh, after months of kind of a bit of a quiet police investigation, there was some speculation as to why he may have been killed. But in September, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau made quite a splash and potentially even damaged Canada-India relations when he claimed to have information about Nijar's killing what claims did he make at the time? So the, the prime minister said that the uh, Canadian security agencies had been, and, it, and it's very specific, were pursuing credible allegations of a potential link uh, to India. Um, interestingly, not much more information was provided that, and it, and it you know caused quite a quite a, a maelstrom, uh, and and some uh, obviously some difficulties between uh, Canada and India and. Since then, it, as recently as last week, new information has come to light that potentially vindicates the prime minister. Um, but before we get into some of the details of that, where did this information about this case come from? So uh, it comes out of the U.S. and it comes out of an indictment that was uh, unsealed uh, at the end of November. Um, that the indictment, an actual fact, was made back in June and filed in in U.S. courts, but it was unsealed in in November, and the and the U.S. Attorney's Office, the Justice Department, made some statements about it, and so it 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 revealed that they had essentially, or I mean, all of this is allegations. Of course, these things haven't been proven in court yet, but the indictment and the and the U.S. prosecutors alleged that they uh, essentially foiled a a plot to uh, to assassinate uh, uh, another uh, Sikh independence leader in uh, in New York. And so when we talk about this this potential to assassinate another Sikh leader in New York, who would the proposed target and then who is it that they've indicted? So the proposed target is a fellow named uh, Gurpatwant uh, Panin. And so he has also been a vocal uh, proponent of a, a Sikh independent state. Uh, he he heads a, an organization called Sikhs for Justice, an organization that's been was banned in India, I believe, back in 2019. It's also an organization that uh, Hardeep Nijar uh, was involved with in Canada, and the allegation is that they were trying to uh, create a basically a murder plot to assassinate him, and the and the 
the indictment names a fellow uh, Nikhil Nick Gupta, who is a, is an Indian national, as being the sort of the person who was uh, uh, a conduit through a Indian unnamed Indian official that was setting up this uh, this murder plot. So Gupta himself not specifically linked to the Indian government, but according to the indictment in New York, has been dealing with a, a possible official with ties to the Indian government. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, the indictment uh, uh, lays out that uh, that Gupta was allegedly, uh, you know, a drug and arms dealer, and that this unnamed Indian official who is uh, only listed as CC1 in the indictment, which means co-conspirator, was making an exchange. So uh, Gupta allegedly had some charges against him in India, and the unnamed Indian official allegedly was going to uh, you know, make those charges go away if uh, Gupta helped set up this, uh, this murder. We'll be right back. So then how does the New York case relate back to the killing of Hardeep Singh Najjar in BC in June? So the, the, the indictment sort of lays out, uh, again, you know, these, these are allegations, but a whole series of communications that take place between this unnamed Indian official and Gupta and a, and a pair of individuals uh, in the U.S., whom Gupta believed were like a, a person that was helping set up the murder plot and also the person who was going to carry out the, the killing. Turns out that the, the first guy was a DA, a, a drug enforcement agency informant. And then in actual fact, uh, he had tipped off the DEA. And so the other fellow was a DEA off, you know, a police officer. And so in the midst of the uh, the information that explains how this murder was going to take place of of Pannon, uh, it also provides other information because there's all this kind of communications, both through text and voice, and some th- through video calls, in which they the the uh, Gupta lays out that uh, there was going to be more than than one murder. In fact, it talks about three assassination you know targets in Canada. And do we have any idea who these other targets are in Canada, or is there any suspicion as to who they may be? Uh, the only one that is named is Nijar himself. And so um, there's a couple of instances in the indictment, you know, two or three times in which it sort of points to the fact that amongst these targets, Nijar was one of them. And in fact, in one of the more kind of graphic kind of elements of the, of the indictment, uh, there's a point in which... Um, just after Nijar is killed, in fact, hour just hours after he's killed, the uh, the unnamed uh, Indian official sends a video clip to Gupta of uh, Nijar slumped over in his truck, uh, you know, uh, his bloody body, you know, dead in his truck, and so and then immediately afterwards, Gupta sends that clip to the uh, the informant and the uh, and the undercover uh, DEA agent. Do we have a sense why these these men were purportedly targeted? I, I assume it's related to their calls or their involvement in the Sikh independence movement. But are there specifics in the indictment that spell that out? It yeah, there 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 is uh, information that you know points to the fact that these folk that uh, particularly Pannon is is uh, is part of this Sikh independence movement 
And in fact, there's a point in the in indictment where it lays out how at some point um, they were trying to delay if, if, the, if the killing of Panna didn't happen by a certain date that they had to wait until after uh, it refers to it as a high level meeting between Indian officials and U.S. officials, but it happens to correspond with a, to a visit between uh, uh, Prime Minister uh, Narendra Modi and, and, uh, and Biden and about the third week of, uh, of, uh, of June. And so, you know, I mean, basically both uh, Panin and, and uh, Nijar are like key, you know, uh, leaders in the sort of Sikh diaspora that are working towards this independence movement. And both have been labeled as terrorists in India. And I mean, the Indian government would like to see them arrested. Now, I know at the time of, of Nijar's killing back in June, there was a lot of, you know, uproar in the Sikh community in, in BC. And there were people who were saying that, you know, this is the result of, of his political work. Has there been any response from people with ties to Najjar in the wake of the indictment being unveiled? Um, the, the local response, as far as I can tell, has been relatively muted. Um, I mean, at the time uh, when the indictment was unsealed, uh, Panna himself issued a statement in which he, you know, he basically said he called the indictment of Gupta, Gupta essentially an indictment of the Indian Prime Minister, and he also said I mean, both of the both of uh, Nijar and uh, Panna had been working on uh, a, a, a referendum for a Sikh uh, independent state. Now, this referendum is taking place basically in the diaspora, so. They, they, you know, it doesn't necessarily hold any weight in India, but it's a th- something which I believe the Indian government wasn't, you know, didn't like. And so, uh, Panin said that if if death is the cost of uh, of carrying out this uh, independence refer- referendum, he said he was willing to pay that price. And also, the 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 Sikh, the World Sikh Organization, had said that the you know that the that the uh, indictment had shed some important light on. On, on Sikhs being targeted in Canada and they were, you know, calling on Canadian authorities sort of to get to the bottom of it. Now, at the time of the prime minister's comments in September, as mentioned previously, it caused quite a bit of controversy and, and potentially soured relations between Canada and, and India. But at the time there was, there had been a lot of, there'd been a lack of information about the investigation. And even when asked for further information to back up his claims, we didn't get a lot from the prime minister's office. Given that these this indictment kind of gives any vindication to the statements made by the prime minister. Have Canadian officials offered any response to the indictment or, or has it been kind of quiet on that front? They have offered some response, but I mean, certainly there hasn't been any additional information about what are the details of the allegations. I mean, I mean, I guess barring that they have some substantive information that they could charge people with, which hasn't happened yet. Um, I mean, they're not likely to reveal too much information. I mean, essentially, the the prime minister said that it sort of supported what he had been saying all along, and that it was clear that this kind of uh, uh, efforts were taking place in other uh, other jurisdictions. And he and he said that it just underscored the the need for the Indian government to cooperate with their investigations. Mm-hmm. Well, I know it's a it's a story that a lot of Canadians are paying attention to, especially in the wake of the allegations raised by the Prime Minister this fall. And we're, I think many will be happy to see at least some update, even if it comes from our allies to the south. Gordon, thanks for your time. Thanks. 10-3 is produced by Sean Knox. 
theme music by Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest Gordon Hookstra. More from him at VancouverSun.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening. Thank you.